Welcome to the Bearded, Wholesome, and All Things Baltimore podcast. I am the host, Matt Trigger, and with me today is world-traveled former WWE superstar, James Ellsworth. How are you doing? Good, man. Baltimore, uh, fellow Baltimorean. Not Baltimore, I hate when people say that. Baltimorean. What part of Baltimore are you in? I'm in Hamden. Hamden. I'm up here in the Bernie, you know. Okay. <laughs> I, w- I work down in Anne Arundel County. Nice, nice. Yeah. Um. So how's everything going, man? Uh, everything's cool, man. No complaints. Uh, you know, um, everybody, my family's healthy. We're, uh, we have fun sleigh riding today as we got some snow here in the Baltimore area. So it's, it's all good. That's good, man. You know, I traveled to and from work today. That, that ice was a little, a little rough, but, uh, Oh my God. Yeah. So how's everything going with the, the wrestling career? I know that everything's been at a standstill for almost a year and everything's had to be virtual. So, What's that like being a traveling independent wrestler? Well, it's crazy. So, like, I did a lot of shows in Tennessee because Tennessee's pretty much been wide open the whole time. They took, like, one month off. And I went out there and I did all the indie shows out there. I think I hit all of them. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> if there's two or three I didn't hit, I need to find them. But I went there, went to Oklahoma, went to Florida, um, Arkansas, like I found the states that were open and I went out and I did them all. Plus, you know, I'm on Cameo. I do a lot of those every day. Book me on Cameo, James Ellsworth. Um, you know, and I'll, I'll sell autographed eight by tens, you know, merchandise shirts or whatever, and go to the post office once a week and mail everything out. So, you know, I'm, you know, when you're in the business I'm in, you're kind of, if, if something comes up and, you know, you have to adjust, like, guys like me that's been in wrestling a long time we figure out a way to adjust and we make it happen and yeah i have no complaints i had a decent 2020 and i know a lot of people didn't and it's very sad what is going on and hopefully it starts turning around it doesn't feel like it has at all but i hope it starts turning around and we get back to a little bit of normalcy i understand i I, you know i'm an avid wrestling fan and i watch every week uh with the product that they've been putting out you know there's a lot that you can critique about it but they're make you know these companies big and small are making the best of their situation as much as they possibly can and not being able to have a whole lot of live people that's really just a deterrent to wanting to tune in every week you know thank god they're still doing shows at all like if they were if wrestling shows weren't on tv man you just like when the NFL decided they were going to play, I was so happy. And baseball's coming back 162 games a year. And luckily, you know, baseball gave us that 60 game season last year to have something to watch and something to do and something to look forward to every day. Um, and that's what wrestling's doing that, you know, um, all the shows running. Yeah, it's, it, it's hard to watch without the fans. It really is because the fans are so much a part of the show, the live shows, especially on television. Um, but at least. They're figuring they figured out a way to keep it going because it would have been hard if they weren't able to for sure. Yeah, the the live audience really just adds to it. And I I've for the last five or six years, me and my best friend Josh, we've been going down to the arena and catching WWE on their loop consistently, whether it's a a Raw or a SmackDown or a pay per view. So that energy you definitely feed off of it, and it can it can kind of sway the way things are going in a match and it can, you know, it, the, the performers get a nice feed of energy from the live crowd. And it's just, 
it's very hard to concentrate because now you're starting to notice things that you wouldn't normally notice with a crowd full of people. Yeah, it like the crowd means so much to a performer. Like, uh, and wrestling fans in ger- general are very passionate, fun wrestling fans to be around. They're not what you see on the internet with the trolling and the accuse of people stuff and the and the you know um, a, a Monday morning quarterback about the booking of shows and that's not actual wrestling fans. Actual wrestling fans are some of the most passionate, respectful, fun, energized fans in the world and when they're at shows they are really such a big part of the show because the, the reactions mean everything like i remember my, my wwe title match with aj styles in denver colorado and denver's not even known as like a crazy wrestling town but they were so loud and so into it and so crazy for that match i i there's no way that match would have been as memorable without them and their energy and it, it then that's that's worldwide, man. The fans just mean so much to the to the actual show. I remember that match, and I remember that spot where uh, AJ hit the Styles Clash off of the steps onto the to the uh, floor. And I know there's not a whole lot of padding there, so I'm sure that wasn't too pleasant. But uh, it was a ball buster, yeah. <laughs> but working with but working with AJ Styles, he's arguably the most talented wrestler in the entire world currently, and probably in the last five years. And you also got to work with uh, Dean Ambrose, who's now John Moxley. Yeah, um, AJ to me is the best wrestler in the world, and probably ha- like I'd say in the last fifteen years, he's the best. I mean, there obviously people could argue, you know, this guy or that guy, but like the, a Daniel Bryan or you know a CM Punk or uh, Okada or Kenny Omega or whatever. Like AJ to me tops all those guys. And when you're the heads of the best wrestler in the world, you know, you're going to be taken care of. He's the best in ring performer in the world, in my humble opinion. And yeah, man, I, I'll always cherish those memories. Like even, you know, I, most of my run in WWE was with Carmella, but I think a lot of uh, people. It was excellent though. Yeah. That was, that was excellent work. Yeah. It was so fun, man. Um, And like, that's the thing about WWE. There's guys that are going to be there 10 years and make a lot of money, but people won't remember them like they'll remember the stuff I did because it's about the memorable moments. It's about the climbing the ladder and grabbing the women's money in the bank contract to create controversy. It's about beating the world champion when you're, you know, essentially a nobody. It's about the little any man with two hands has a fighting chance against Roman. Those memorable moments, people were like, that's what wrestling's about. Any kind of television show, like, like the Walking Dead, I always bring up Shane from The Walking Dead. Shane is a character in The Walking Dead that was only on the first two seasons, and they're all like season eleven now. And everyone remembers Shane, although he only was there two seasons. It's like it's just about um, you know making memories and people, you know, mem- remembering those moments forever. That's what WWE is, and that's entertainment as a whole. And I was very blessed to be a part of some really cool memories there. Because I remember, you know, early on, you did some work with Adam Rose and the Rosebuds when they would come through on the Baltimore Loop. And mm-hmm. it wasn't just you. I mean, I know they had Braun doing that for a while and they had Elias doing that for a while. What was it like going from training in Baltimore and your upbringing in Baltimore to now being on a national and an international loop coming through your hometown and getting to be on WWE television? Oh, it's, you know, it's all I've ever thought about or wanted to do since I was five, six years old. Like, I just, uh, it, I always tell people it's weird. Like, 
I never thought I wouldn't make it. I always thought I would somehow, some way, if I just kept at it, kept fighting, kept scratching, clawing, you know, bleeding, crying, you know, sacrificing. Like I just thought it, it would happen. And you get to that point and I'm there and it, everything's so awesome and you, and you feel real cool about it. But then you feel like this is, I knew this was going to happen. I knew I, I could do it. I knew. And like, although I'm not, you know, the average guy, there's six to 220 pounds. I'm five, eight, 160 pounds. So, um, I don't look like a WWE superstar, but that's what made me different. That's what made me, uh, stick out. But yeah, being at that level, there's nothing like it, man. Like I, I really was blessed to be there and I really um, am like humbled and very grateful for that time there. And, uh, you know, I hopefully in the future I'll go back and do like, you know, how like the boogeyman comes back every now and then Hornswoggle comes back every now and then Gilbert, who's also from the Baltimore area, he comes back every now and then when Goldberg's on TV, like, you know, I'm hoping I can make appearances like that in the future, and you never know. But, yeah, I'll always cherish those moments. It was the most fun I've ever had in my professional life. I, You know, I won't – like, the most fun I have in life is being a dad and, and you know, raising my daughters. I, I have so much fun being a dad. But, you know, second to that is that WWE run, which was amazing. And anyone that really loves wrestling and has made it there really should – be uh, grateful that they did because uh, you get to see the world on somebody's dime. You get to, you know, meet all your heroes. You get to wrestle in front of millions of people and do what you love to do. And I, and I always, not to ramble on, but I always um, get upset when I see guys that have made it there that get on, you know, the social media and cry, whine, bitch, complain about it. And I'm like, man, like, do you realize you're living your dream? Do you realize there's action figures of you hanging up in walmart and target do you realize how lucky and blessed you are and i personally do realize that so it was it was definitely a really good um run for me and a dream come true i mean i i know for a fact just by doing some research you cut your teeth coming into the business you got trained by axel rotten who is a phenomenal former ecw wrestler and you made your rounds on the independent circuit you you busted your ass to get to where you were. And a lot of people just saw you getting crushed by Braun Strowman or having your matches with AJ Styles or Dean Ambrose. But you have some really, you have a lot of accolades under your belt in terms of just on the independent scene. And I've seen some of your matches on YouTube and you can actually, you can really go. People didn't really get a chance to see that because you were there. You served a purpose as being an enhancement talent that you landed in a contract and, you were, you know, at Carmella's side for most of the time. So I, I give you all the credit in the world. I think it's awesome that a, a fellow Baltimore hometown kid got to make the big stage and wrestle in the biggest company the world has ever seen. Yeah, man. I, and I'm just a kid from Baltimore. I grew up 3142 Stafford Street in Baltimore, Southwest Baltimore, right off Frederick Avenue, you know, like, and, um, and, it's just uh, amazing, like, the love I get in Baltimore, too. I'll, I'll go to, like, Ravens games or Orioles games or I'll go, you know, walk around the city and, um, you know, uh, just or the suburbs. And I get recognized every single day, which really is cool. And people are just so, like, very, very, you know, because Baltimore, when somebody makes it from here, we all, we're like a fat, like, it's not, not a family, but, like, we, Baltimore people have so much respect for their own. You know, absolutely. 
and like a Michael Phelps or uh, you know just so Stacy Keeler was from here and then the Cal Ripken was from here and made it on the order like it's just a special bond Baltimore Baltimoreans have with each other and I get a lot of love here man and that's why I never left like I, I can move anywhere I want I'm you know very blessed but I, I will never leave here like this is home I've been to with WWE I went to 36 different countries I went to every state and, you know, people are like, oh, man, why don't you move to Florida? Like, all the wrestlers live in Florida now because the performance center is there. And I'm like, man, I got this. You, this is me. This is who I am. I'm, I'm you know, I'm Marylander. I'm from Baltimore and I'm I'm staying there <laughs> um, for the rest of my life because it's it's who I am. But, yeah, I, I appreciate the love and the support and the continued support. Like right now we're at a weird spot um, with the pandemic and I, I don't know what my next move is. I, I really, I'm not a fan of trying to get other places. Like I would much rather go back and do more with WWE. I love the independence. Like you said, I cut my teeth, the independence. Um, I love making a living doing that. I run my own shows here in Maryland, adrenaline championship wrestling, whenever we're able to run again. <laughs> and, um, so hopefully I'll see you at one of the shows when we did. Absolutely. I would be honored to come out there. Do you have a wrestling school associated with your uh, company? No, I was, it was, it's crazy. So I was going to start one before all this and now this happened. So I'm going to wait a little while <laughs> because, you know, people are just scared to um, do things like that right now for the most part. But yeah, um, if you look up adrenalinewrestling.com, you'll see our pages and we, we've been running shows for uh, since 2009. Um, our last one was in Glen Burnie at Michael's 8th Avenue last February. So it's been a year now and we had place was packed. It was Gilberg and I in the main event against each other. Uh, a lot of fun. So that's what I'm saying, man. Like I, I really respect and love the Indies. And for me, I have no disrespect for any other televised wrestling company, but my dream was always WWE. And, you know, that still hasn't changed. You know, I've been there and done that. And, um, you know, I, I got to be there in 2016, 17, and 18. So uh, three years in a row, I got to be on their television. And and it's, it's just what I always wanted to do. So if I'm not there, I love doing the independence. I love helping people that are trying to get there themselves. And I love, you know, performing in front of those independent wrestling fans because those are the real hardcore, diehard, wrestling fans are the ones that go to independent wrestling shows that that's that's a real fan there and i love meeting them all and just you know they love asking me about aj styles or braun Strowman or carmella or the time i wrestled john cena or wrestlemania or the royal rumble all this these cool things and it's you know i never lost track of this is what i always dreamed of like getting there having a nice run and coming back to the indies was always a part of the plan so, uh, again, truly blessed, very appreciative of, of it all. And, you know, I'll be 37 years old this year. On a, you know, I got a little bit left in the tank to do more. And then in the future, I uh, see the Ellsworth character being like a Jim Cornette or a Bobby DeBrain Heenan or, you know, you something definitely, like that. You definitely have the chops for that. Now, I wanted to kind of ask you a question. I know that you made one appearance at uh, Impact wrestling a couple years ago and Eli Drake was just recently signed by WWE. How was it working with Eli? You know, so Eli is a great mouthpiece. He looks great. He's a good wrestler. He deserves 100% to be signed. I'm glad they signed him. Um, that day I wrestled him, man. Like it was 
weird because I was supposed to be the uh, the baby face, and the crowd's thinking Chris Jericho's going to come out and wrestle him. So I knew they were going to boo me. They're expecting Chris Jericho and they get me. I, Chris Jericho is a way bigger star than me. He's a good friend of mine. So, um, and then Eli Drake's out there. He's killing this promo, but they're saying because they the crowd that Impact crowd respected him so much. They were saying every line with them. They were. I was like, oh man, like I wish he would try to get some heat, <laughs> you know, like because <laughs> they were just uh, they loved him. But it worked out because even though they booed me and all that, that's fine because they were making noise for both of us. And the match went well. He was cool. Um, and I'm glad he's there. And I hope he becomes a big star because he has the talent to do it. He's from Maryland as well. He's from Hagerstown. So another Maryland boy. Um, very good promo. They need that right now in WWE. I think they're lacking a lot of character and a lot of people that can talk. And he's definitely one of them that can so that's good for him when i was watching takeover on sunday night i was looking i was like that's eli drake when he popped up on the middle of the screen and then he said his name was la Knight. i'm like oh come on he could have kept the drake name i mean uh, well, they like i mean he could still do the la Knight, you know yeah. still, but they, they have to the way they do it man is they make up their own names. It's funny with me. James Ellsworth is my real name. My my middle name is Ellsworth. So like, I don't think they realized that because when they signed me, they're like, "Why are you putting your gimmick name on the contract?" I'm like, "No, that's my real name." <laughs> they didn't know that. So I know they they, can, they try to monetize everything, and I know th there's only a few wrestlers in the in the WWE that actually use their real name, and John Cena being one of them. Yeah, you know, so, they, so, they can, so they can copyright everything and, and, and monetize. But yeah. I, I wanted to thank you for your time, James. Before we go, um, where can people find you for your wrestling events and on social media? Uh, right now, just find me at Real Ellsworth on Twitter, at James Ellsworth Wrestling on Instagram, and that's uh, just about it. Or you can book me on Cameo at Cameo.com backslash James Ellsworth. And yeah, man, um, hopefully we'll get going soon here with Adrenaline Wrestling and that's AdrenalineWrestling.com for uh, my independent wrestling shows. But man, it was nice seeing you. Fellow Baltimore man, hit me up anytime just to, you know, chit chat if you want to. And um, yeah, and stay safe through all this and uh, I'll talk to you soon, brother. All right. Thanks, James.